Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome. It is my honor to share this conversation that I had with a dear soul friend, Samantha Carpino, here on the It's Karmic podcast. Today, you're going to hear us chat about living in alignment with the cycles of nature. This conversation is so near and dear to my heart, especially if you are working with cycles or learning to understand the cycles of life and come into better alignment with your own cycles. So I'm so excited to share this conversation with you now. I hope you enjoy every minute of it. Welcome to the It's Karmic podcast. Today I have here one of my favorite humans in the entire world, Samantha Carpino. She is a plethora of things. And so I'm going to let her answer what she is, what she does, why she's here. Um, Samantha, I'm so excited to have you here with me. Welcome. Thank you. So stoked to be here. Obviously, you're one of my favorite humans as well. So thank you for having me on the podcast. You're so welcome. Um, For those of you who don't know, Sam and I have um, very similar charts in a lot of ways. Um, We didn't know that when we first discovered each other at all. uh, But we just knew there was like an instant sort of soul connection between the two of us. We kept getting drawn back together and drawn back together. (laughs) And now we're just like intermeshed completely. Um, so my love, will you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do? And I would also love it if you could tell us what you think are the most important parts of your astrology for us to know. Ooh, great question. <laughs> okay. So who am I? Uh, so I go by the name Samantha, um, in this lifetime, super stoked about that. Um, So I'm, man, this is something I just struggle with talking about, you know, what I do and where I come from and all of those things. Um, So um, I'm on a soul journey. Um, I am a yoga teacher, a yoga school director, uh, newly uh, certified astrologer. Um, I practice Reiki, love crystals oils, all all of the the mystical and magical things in life to bring everything into alignment. Um, So I have my business, Welcome Ohm, um, that was born in about 2015, 2016. Um, Man, I it focuses on, well, I mean, its original focus was yoga, oils, and malas, which were my gemstone bracelets. Um, and it's just continually transformed, um, which I'm not surprised about now knowing a little bit more about natal charts and all of our astrology and things. Um, so change is the only constant in life, especially in mine. Um, so 
Yeah, so that's kind of what has, um, that's where our Welcome Home started was with yoga oils and malas. Uh, yoga was like my gateway to everything uh, spiritual and mystical. It just opened up my mind and my eyes to everything else that existed in the world. And um, yeah, it's just been a never ending journey uh, ever since I graduated my yoga teacher training. Um, and that was in 2014 or 2000 and yeah, 2014. Um, and yeah, I just remember being in class and saying, I'm going to do this one day. I'm going to do this. Just being in the classroom with all of these um, individuals who just wanted to learn more, do more, be more. Um, and then uh, pretty much right after graduation, I started teaching and then I just started brainstorming all of the things that I would include in my curriculum. Um, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. I now have a yoga school. I've gone through four seasons of uh teacher training and graduated over 20 amazing souls. Um, you know, as you know, you are part of the faculty. I am so honored to have you. Um, and uh, yeah, and now I'm into, um, you know, course creation and everything in the virtual world. I've just um, absolutely loved expanding into, um, you know, just that, that realm of teaching and what it can offer, not only myself, because every time I teach, I learn and grow as well, um, but what I can deliver to um, the world. Mm. Okay. What was your other question? Mm, well, hey, just thank you. That was, <laughs> that's so like you in a nutshell. I love it. Um, and then the, the last question, now that we know like who you are, what'd you do um, is like, what are, what would you say your most important astrological points for us to know would be? Mm. Um, so I really dig Chiron, you know, this, um, <laughs> Chiron is in my eighth house in Gemini, mm. uh, so much to unpack there. So, um, I just, the more I learn about that placement, the more I learn about myself um, and some questions that I've, I've had forever, um, all the way back to when I was a child asking about, you know, what happens when someone dies, mm. you know, and um, now learning about myself and my astrology, asking these questions at such a young age and, you know, um, uh, not being given the answer that I was expecting <laughs> that I didn't even know I was expecting, you know, um, at that age, uh, it just, it just puts so much into context. So, um, Chiron just being the wounded healer or like the sacred wound in this lifetime and many lifetimes for you to become aware of and to acknowledge. Um, I feel like that is just, um, that's an amazing part of your chart that you should look into, not just mine, but um, just in general. Um, and um, uh, my Mercury is retrograde in Aquarius. I always mm -hmm. find that interesting. And you and I have had tons of conversations about that placement too. So, um, you know, having that placement uh, just, uh, I would say, makes the way that I think and communicate a little bit more um, eccentric. 
Yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And you, you know, mine's in retrograde too. So we're yeah. both just over here like, hmm, we think differently. We're just, yeah, we're just in the world of thinking unusually. Yeah. We're the, like the usual. Yeah. We're the upside down. We think yeah, upside exactly. down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I wouldn't trade I it in it. for anything. I love it. Like, and I love those answers because so many people astrologers that like I love on their podcast ask like what's your main three right and I was like I don't want to put anyone in that box because like it's so much bigger and everyone's going to have different emotional attachments to different parts of their chart and so I love that like I didn't expect any of those answers I love that right like (laughs) so it's so personal to you Um, thank you for sharing those with us. It's so welcome. Uh, powerful. Now I know people are already going down the rabbit hole of like Chiron right now. They're like already on their phones. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So what we want to talk about today is living in alignment with nature cycles. And I know mm. right now you are creating or have created, I'm not sure which one you're in, um, a course all around this. So this is why like, I want to talk about this. I want to see what's on your mind around like the cycles of nature, the cycles of life and how it's not just this like linear, like, Oh, fall summer. Like it's not just seasons. It's not just this. It's not just that it's like, all of the cycles are so interlinked. Right. Um, and we can work with them to live in alignment with our own cycles and like how we, it's like that as above, so below as within, so without, like we are the cycle, right. And we're just experiencing the cycle. So tell, tell me how you got on how, how you even got on this topic. Like, how did you okay. arrive here? It's <laughs> a great question. Um, <laughs> maybe my, uh, Mercury in Aquarius can tell you, <laughs> um, <laughs> open. my retrograde Mercury in Aquarius. Um, no, so I, I just, I feel like for so long, I just lived my life kind of exactly how you just explained it. I mean, you hit the nail on the head on so many things you just said. So if you didn't hear what Vika just said, just hit rewind 15, 30 seconds and go back and listen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, because I mean, there, there is so much of life that we live, um, blindly unconsciously, you know, we're just, we're asleep almost. Mm -hmm. Um, so this idea was birthed from the lunar cycles. Um, if you don't already know, I absolutely love the moon. You know, you've been a part of Lunar Love's mailing list mm, forever, yes. forever. <laughs> uh, forever. Um, so, you know, it kind of started from there. I've always been fascinated with the full moon just because it illuminates the sky. I was always drawn to the moon, to the stars, you know, to the sky um, as a kid. And it's only ever, it's, 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 always growing, ever changing. Um, so when I was creating my course, it started with the lunar cycle. And so I started to break down the cycles. I'm just doing the big four, you know, the new moon, the waxing, the full and then the waning. And I'm like, I feel like there's just so much more to life than Mm -hmm. just living in alignment with the moon. And then I'm like, Oh, living in alignment. And then it was just a snowball from there. I just started, you know, kind of mind mapping of my ideas and then putting them into modules and chapters on how we can really live 
aligned. Um, like, so how can we become more aware of you know, the cycles of nature, um, the equinox, the solstices, the lunar cycles, our menstrual cycle, and how that aligns with all of the above. Mm. Um, and then our astrology, because be, we're going to have astrology in there. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, how we can live in alignment with all of those things. Um, so it was a very um, intuitive process and, you know, kind of just following that, 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 that intuition, wherever it was guiding me, I was just surrendering to flow and just allowed it to um, guide me into this beautiful, sacred place. And um, it is done, but it's not done. Mm, um, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, so it's, it's done. I'm in the final stages of like recording the final videos of putting it all together and then now polishing, um, you know, yeah, what did I miss? If I was taking this course, what else would I want to um, learn? What else would I want to see in this chapter or in this module? How else can I integrate, um, you know, being in alignment with everything that exists outside of us and within us because it is all connected. Mm, it is. Mm -hmm. It really is. I love that so much. And it's just, it's so you. So oh, I you. love to see it happening. Okay. So with this process, Mm -hmm. What have you discovered within your own life? Like as you're diving into this and connecting to your cycle, the cycles, how it's like all one, like, what are you discovering internally, externally, all of it right now? Oh, great question. Um, so I think as I was, um, putting it together, just realizing how much, I'm living in alignment with the cycles and how at one point in time, that was definitely not the case, mm. <laughs> um, you know? So I thought that was just a really beautiful acknowledgement, um, you know, because you can be really hard on yourself and, you know, try to correct past wrongs and really learn those lessons. And sometimes they repeat so you can learn them again. So really just becoming aware of those cycles in life. Everything is cyclical. Mm -hmm. Everything is cyclical. Um, so yeah. And just, um, just, just trying to come home to the fact that, you know, this is all part of being human. This is part of like the human experience. Um, and then noticing how my own cycle, my moon cycle has changed, mm. um, since starting this course, since wrapping up teacher training, which Ooh. I find fascinating. Tell us more. Um, Tell us more yeah, now. Because, okay. <laughs> so for, you know, the four and a half months or five months that was teacher training, you know, I would start to bleed on the new moon and without a fail, I'm ovulating on the full moon. And I was just so divinely aligned. And I, I felt that way. I was emanating that type of power and grace and flow and all of the things that come with being in alignment with the lunar cycle. Um, and, you know, as training started to wrap up, this was a very deep spiritual, um, cohort that graduated. Yes. Um, they loved all of the internal workings. There was so much, oh man, there's so much personal development. I just, um, I get super, super excited and really, really <laughs> happy. Um, because I know how much this journey changed the trajectory of my life, which is why, in the course, I said, this is what I'm going to do one day. Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm living that. So that's a beautiful, again, cycle, right? So from like 
thinking it to birthing it to living it again, that cycle of life. Um, but yeah. And then after training, after graduation, I felt like I was kind of like catapulted into the summer, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like pulled back and then let go. And it was just like this epic fun journey. But I mean, in, in that six week span of, you know, experiencing summer, um, I was, I was, staying up late. I was doing all of these things that I wasn't doing during the cycle of teacher training. Um, I had fallen off my meditations in the morning, my journaling at night, all of my rituals and practices kind of just went, you know, by the wayside. Um, and for a little while, when I acknowledged it, I was like, I'm a bad human. And you know, that berating Mm -hmm. (laughs) negative self-talk, um, man, sometimes it can really get to you. Um, so once I realized that, you know, it's okay Mm -hmm. to fall off your bike, just get back on and start riding. Um, you know, I got back into my meditation, back into my routines, my practices, but now they looked differently. They felt different. Um, and then my cycle started to change. So, um, you know, it would come a few days early and then I'm like, Oh no, but it's not the new moon. (laughs) (laughs) What, what now? (laughs) So, you know, this, Oh, drama kind of came into my life. And then just again, though, accepting, acknowledging, surrendering. And then so now I'm, you know, I'm a few days before the new moon. So I'm in the waning cycle, which is still just as magical. Mm -hmm. Um, I do give myself that permission to just go inside to take that break, especially on my first two days of my cycle, day one and two. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I I would say like the lessons there were just so magical Mm -hmm. um, because I I definitely personally have transformed from, you know, the beginning of the year to, you know, this point in the year over that halfway mark. Um, And yeah, I think I'm, 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 I'm excited as to where I am and where I'm going. And although I'm not aligned with the new moon anymore, <laughs> I am still a living aligned with everything else that's happening outside of me. Mm. So like you said, so within, so without as yeah. well, so below, right? Totally. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is an interesting <laughs> question slash thought. Okay. Um, now, like I know when you bleed with the new moon, you're meant to be more fertile because you're ovulating with the full moon. I believe that's mm-hmm. how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the opposite would be the opposite, obviously be less, like maybe you're in like a creation stage stage when you're bleeding mm-hmm. with the new moon versus a, um, I don't know what the opposite of like the creations, would you be in a destruction phase if you were bleeding with the full moon? (laughs) But that's just interesting because when you were in the the training and you were like birthing your trainees, you're birthing teachers, right? Literally. Um, You were bleeding with that fertile moon. So that makes me think like, it's because you're in such a deep creative state and like, Mm. is it okay this is like a universal question that as you moved out of being like a birthing and being the mother of that group, um, that your cycle would change to maybe, um, a releasing stage or like, right. You'd start to bleed a little differently because even just bleeding with the waning moon, like maybe that's representing that releasing stage that 
you don't have to be birthing right now. Right. And it's almost like, would you want to keep birthing forever? Or like the pregnancy should finish at some point. (laughs) I know. Right. Um, I feel like we're always in a constant state of birthing something, whether it's like an idea or, you know, whatever you're birthing. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a real, uh, great observation, you know, being that like mothering phase and birthing Mm -hmm. that like amazing group of humans into like the next chapter of their lives. But yeah, I would say, you know, and for some people, it may resonate completely that, you know, bleeding on the new moon and being fertile on the full moon is ideal. And for some that may feel completely inauthentic and Mm -hmm. you just throw that ideal right out the window, (laughs) um, which is totally fine. Totally fine. (laughs) Totally fine. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and we're here for the journey, whatever it looks like for you. Um, but yeah, I would say like, I'm definitely in a place of like releasing, um, not, so much to do with the the teacher training anymore, but even just like, you know, shedding the ideals of, you know, what I thought or who I thought I needed to be or what I needed to do. Right. Like, so it's almost like mm-hmm. I'm shedding like a belief system. Ooh, yes. um, yeah. Ooh. So. And that's like really cool too, because your moon being in Capricorn, mm-hmm. even though Pluto's like well, well past your Capricorn moon, um, he's still in that house for you. He's still in that area of like asking you to release stuff around like your moon, your, your emotional karma and stuff like that. You have a bunch of other stuff there. You have a whole bunch of stuff in Capricorn. I have a whole lot of stuff happening. The whole slew, but like just even releasing that, those Capricornian expectations. Right. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's so aligned with what you were saying before of like, it's okay that I fell off the bike. It's like, yeah. Would you necessarily have felt that way 15 years ago with a Capricorn moon? No. No, not a chance. No, but 15 years ago, I may not even have realized when I was bleeding or what, you know what I mean? So it's more like, oh, it's that time of the month. And then you kind of get like mad or angry because I was very, very like active and athletic 15 years ago. Not to say that I'm not anymore, but it's just different now. Um, so, you know, I'd be like, ah, I can't this, that, oh, it's holding me back. And I, um, I feel like this is, um, very true for a lot of athletes, especially female athletes in life. Um, you know, you look at your menstruation as like something negative, mm-hmm. um, when it's actually something so beautiful and so positive and something to be grateful for. So grateful um, so, means your body is working. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah. So yeah, that's very interesting that you brought that up. So mm-hmm. I love that. It's so amazing. So I've had yeah. this like theory around my moon cycle where I'm like watching it for the last, uh, maybe year and a half. So for like a straight year, I've led with the cancer moon. Like it didn't matter what phase didn't matter what oh. phase that was going on. It was like cancer moon, cancer moon. Like I could time it to the minute the, the moon shifted Stop into it. cancer, I would bleed, um, which was amazing because I got to honor that time, no matter what, like I could predict, I'd look at my moon calendar, be like, oh, cancer moons tomorrow. Like we are in the red tent. It's like, yeah. we're, we're alone, um, not working, not doing anything. Right. And so I would even book off, like if it came on a Sunday, which I always teach yoga on Sundays, 
but I'd be like, Oh, cancer moon on Sunday. Somebody needs to sub my classes. Like I'm not coming. Um, and it was super interesting too, because my Chiron is in cancer Mm. and Pluto, um, he's retrograded a degree back, but Pluto is exactly opposing or this whole period of time that this was happening. Um, Pluto was directly opposing my Chiron. Right. And I'm like, wow. Like, and all this mother woundings was coming up all my past life, like wounding my womb wound, as I call it. And I was like, this Mm -hmm. is so interesting. So for a straight year, it was like cancer moon, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding. Right. And then Pluto kind of passed my Chiron. Um, now he's retrograded back, but it hasn't shifted my cycle. So I'm like still watching. Right. And then it went for a few months. It went to Gemini and I would bleed Gemini every time. Didn't matter what moon phase, Gemini, Gemini, Gemini. Now it's Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. I'm like, what are you doing? You're you're going through all of the elements. Ooh. Yeah. So you were in flow. I mean, Thinking back to like, even where you were a year ago, if we're like, you know, in and around the timeline of what you're speaking of, like, mm-hmm. oh babe, like you were in such deep flow. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you were like, you were swimming through this amazing sea of life and creation. Mm. And like, you were like about to birth your like new everything, self. everything. Oh my God. Oh my, oh God. my God. I did. And I did go through a womb. Like now that you think about yeah. it, like I, I don't even know if I was birthing or if I was being birthed. You were being birthed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right? So that's <laughs> yeah. interesting that I like for a straight year that yeah. I would bleed with like at the moon of the mother. Yeah. Just like, and birth then, to now. right. And then, and then coming into your air sign of Gemini, right? Like think of all of the communication, like, and the speaking and like, yeah, you're teaching. Oh my goodness. And then now you're just like, okay, ground into that. Grounding. Oh, I'm not going to swear. Ground into that. I don't care. Okay. Ground into that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like barely a swear word. (laughs) Right. But still, um, but yes. Oh my God. You're so, you're so right. Like I was birthed. And then went through that, that, that teacher phase, like where even just connecting in and owning that I am a teacher came through all day, phase, right? All day. Oh, and now, oh my uh, God, this month, I almost didn't bleed. I, I started bleeding two days ago. Um, and it was literally the, the like last degrees of the Taurus moon. And I was like, are you coming? I was so confused for three days. I'm like, are you here it's the Taurus moon like where are you at girl and then the last it was like 28 degrees Taurus and she was like here I was like oh (laughs) we're just about done grounding we're just about done I mean and like even to like you know with your course like with it's karmic like coming up like you're grounding into that energy like so deep and like so deep maybe you're almost done grounding into that energy, mm, right? I feel like it's actually like retrograding though. Like the way it's working, like it went through cancer and then through Gemini and then through, so mm. am, am I moving backwards? Oh my God. Like the no get into right? your air. I'm totally going to get into my Aries. We'll see what happens <laughs> when my, when I bleed with Aries, like the world better Please watch keep out. Me <laughs> better watch out. <laughs> It's going to be October, Obs. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. yeah, Oh, fascinating. Fascinating. (laughs) So that's such an interesting observation because I've just been watching it. And that's been like my cycle connection is like, what you doing, girl? And it's coconuts. Right. Like, and I've been just connecting. Um, 
with whatever phase I'm bleeding with. So now it's Taurus. Like I've been connecting with food on those moons. Like mm. when I bleed, like I'm always connecting with food on my cycle, of course. But like now I'm just being like more conscious about like nourishing through food. And yeah. yeah. And before it was like, I'd kind of, yeah, it was always water with cancer, like nourishing somehow with water, whether it was just showering a ridiculous amount or yeah. Um, yeah. Like just like cleansing, cleansing like washing spray. away. Right. Yeah. Totally. And working wow, with the intuition. So fascinating. Yeah. I love it. Oh my God. I love it. Thank mm. you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Oh yeah. I love your cycle talk. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And I just wish more women Um, But I actually, no, let me shift what I was going to say there. I love that more women are coming into their connection with their cycle. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Love it. It's so beautiful to see because my cycle was broken for years. They put me on birth control at 14 years old for my skin. Um, It was absolutely horrible. Obviously I went off it by choice around 2021. Mm. Um, And since then, like my cramps were like detrimental. Uh, my, everything just went crazy. My hormones were non-existent. Like my body started rejecting everything. When I finally got a naturopath that gave a shit about me, um, she was, she did all the panels for my hormones and she was like, you don't have any hormones. Like, Mm. right. So my cycle discovery has been like, one of the most monumental healing processes for me. And I feel like a lot of women have all these issues, like yeah. their cycles off, their skin is off, their stomach is off. They have no sex drive, this, 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 this. Um, and they don't have any correlation because we were never taught that right. it is connected to your cycle. Yeah. And that you're imagine in school, yeah. like that's what you were taught, like about your cycle, about like how and what to be aware of and acknowledge and honor and, and just celebrate. to honor it. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. It's crazy. Instead, we learn the anatomy, which I mean is great, but at that age, me. you're not gonna. No, yeah. no, like they just look like like fun shapes. Seriously, you know? it, it didn't like, help me understand that my hormones need to be in balance, or that it could um, be. It should be a time where you slow down, right? Like even if we think about gym class, yeah. right, and how every girl is like, I have my period, and then there's gym teachers that are like, I don't care. Yeah, but it is a time where every woman should be honored to say, I'm not physically exerting myself right now. That is not what hormones are being produced in me, nor what my energy cycle is offering. And like, no, right. I'm going to say, what if we even did that with like the new moon? Seriously, like, like it's the same, right? It is the like, same. It's, like the it's, same. Not it's just outside of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's but not there time. Is time. Yeah. There is time. There is time. Right? Like totally. always. Even if that time looks like, you know, waking up early and just honoring space for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's, that's all, you know, if that's, if your life is really that full, Mm -hmm. just taking that time for yourself at the beginning of the day. Yeah. Just make the time something. Yeah. Some always time. It's so true. It's priorities, right? Like there's always time for your cycle. And so many women, um, are on the journey of discovering like what this all means and what was kind of, I don't know if it was intentionally kept from us, but it was definitely not taught to us. And we, we missed out on a connection of our biggest, I would say the biggest part of being a woman. 
do the we really want to unpack why it was skipped <laughs> over? <laughs> we won't do that. Somebody. We know. We know. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I love it. So, okay. So you're, we got like so deep into periods there. I love that. Yeah, that's so okay. That's okay. Every, okay. yeah. 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 Okay. So it, what you're creating, what your focus is kind of like turning you into right now, is it like solely about, no, it's not solely about, but like, tell me more about how this really relates to the cycles of life or the cycles of people's, um, not necessarily like the cycles of how life is moving, but the cycles within us and like our seasons and our, um, experience with that and how it all kind of links together. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you pay attention, it's much easier. I find for humans to pay attention to things outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. So even (laughs) if you start to pay attention to the seasons, wherever you are listening from, um, you know, if you have two seasons, if you have four seasons, like over here in Canada and the Northern hemisphere, we have four. So, you know, just watching the change of seasons, like watching how in the springtime things just bloom and they flourish and, it takes time for things Mm -hmm. to bloom and to flourish. And then, you know, you watch that fullness come to its peak in the summertime. And then you watch as it wanes away in the fall and how, you know, it's not a bad thing that the Mm -hmm. leaves fall off the trees. It's actually a really beautiful thing to look into because all of the energy is moving inwards, which is that of winter time. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, yes, fall is absolutely beautiful. I love all things pumpkin spice and all (laughs) the colors and, you know, all of the beauty that comes with fall. And when you really just watch what's happening as the leaves that kind of fall off the trees, you can see that change is taking form. Mm. Like you can see that change is happening right before your eyes. Literally. Yeah. And so when we witness this change with the seasons, then we can start to mimic that change internally. Mm. Um, so, you know, not to say that we must live by the seasons, but that it does affect us and how we operate. It's not always summer mode, go, Mm -hmm. go, go. Right. So like everything in life, whether it's outside of ourselves or inside has a flow, it always has a season. So you could be in a season of growth. You could be in a season of repair and of nourishment and going inwards and introspection, which you know, sometimes the winter season just naturally does that to people. Some mm-hmm. people hibernate totally. because they don't like the cold or whatever the case may <laughs> Right. Um, I try to get outside every season. Um, if you are um, like a hiker or you love to walk and just be in the forest, I highly recommend just really starting to pay attention and living life intentionally with the seasons. Um, because it just offers you so much introspection. Totally. And then you'll start to like question like, oh, like, you know, you know, summer to fall to winter, you notice that, you know, your summer glow mm-hmm. starts to even fade away, right? You come a little yeah. bit more, would it, would it be translucent? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> do we turn to Casper? We turn into Casper in the winter time, most of us, right? So so, you can start to see your veins. Yeah, like all of the things. Um, but um, yeah, sorry, I may have gotten away from your question. There, That's okay. Just being aware of like what's happening outside of you and all around you is going to really allow you to tend to the environment within you. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that makes me think like everything you said there, it makes me think of um, before my awareness was heightened to like the seasons of life um, early on in my, my journey journey. Um, I, I remember like I was going into a winter, but I wasn't aware of that, Mm -hmm. of what that meant. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so everything within me was turning me inward. Um, this was a a period when I started experiencing my panic attacks and stuff like that. And so my body was telling me something was wrong and thus it made me start to turn inward. It made me actually Mm -hmm. want to be inside more. It made me want to be around less people. Um, but that was, a process of me going through a winter. Now it took me that this was a long, like, like four year, five year process. Can um, be. It can be right. And so yeah. for that whole time, I went, I went from like, I was summer. I was like, I was loud. Everything was loud in my life. Everything was out and extroverted and exciting. And, um, and I went from that I did go through a fall. Obviously I didn't really notice it, but going into that winter, I was like, what's wrong with me? I'm broken. Mm-hmm. What happened to fun Vika? What happened to exciting Vika? The Vika that does all these amazing things and is so excited about life. Like I had such a hard time accepting that I um, needed to slow down, that I needed mm-hmm. to go inward. And as I turned inward, I knew I, I was experiencing the right thing, but um, I was in a morning, which is part of winter, right? It really yeah. is. It's a releasing, right? It's a morning yeah. um, period. It's kind of like the death of something, whether that's the death of the, the month or the death of summer and fall, like it's, it's a death yeah. period. Um, but I remember having such a hard time until I started to learn about like the seasons of life. Mm-hmm. When I discovered I was in a winter, I was like, oh my God. I'm in a winter. It's okay. I'm, I'm accepting this. Yeah. Oh God, everything yeah. was okay. And the minute I understood I was in a winter and I just let it happen, spring came so much faster. Right. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, I was like, okay, I get this time. I am blessed with this time mm-hmm. to go in. Mm-hmm. What a blessing mm-hmm. that I don't have to go into the world right now. And I am not yeah. being called to um, expend any of my energy in the world right now. What a blessing. Right. Yeah. And then the spring came, but like, right. it, it's crazy that if we are not connected to those cycles, we can be extremely hard on ourselves. Oh, the ego mind will just come in and just tell you all the things that you think all you want to hear and take you even further down your like, you know, into that darkness almost. Right. It and it's dark. just so important to just, you know, acknowledge the darkness, but not become the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. Just experience it, become the witness to it. And um, I always say that like life is like a, like an upward spiral. So in the beginning, you know, your spiral is like really close together. You're experiencing like a whole lot of lessons. And then 
the further down your, um, you know, cycles of life and the more you start to integrate and learn the lessons and become aware of them, like the larger the spiral becomes. Mm -hmm. So as the spiral becomes larger, your lessons are going to be few and further between, but they're going to be just as big and monumental and deep as the lessons you were learning before, but on a completely different level and scale, because now you're at a point where you can receive the teachings. Mm -hmm. So, and if we can just come into the mindset that change is the only constant in life, like the only one, then we will, I think, collectively start to live in better alignment, you know, treating mother earth like she is a living being, Mm -hmm. you know, being kind, noticing the animals out during different seasons, noticing how they, you know, interact with mother earth. Um, And yeah, just, just being grateful for everything that's around us. Mm -hmm. Grateful for every season, Mm -hmm. like every season Mm -hmm. brings us something special and new and like that links like you said to everything every season of our cycle person like our menstrual cycle our our moon brings us a new gift every cycle of the seasons every cycle of the month every like whether your moon is linked up with the moon or not like those those cycles all have gifts yeah 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 all of it is so intermeshed Yeah. And when you can start to become aware of all of the intermingling of all of the things, Mm. um, life just becomes a little bit more um, like synchronistic, synergistic. It just feels like you're more in flow rather than, you know, paddling upstream against the flow. No. And I, like, I talk about that a lot with, I'm sure you know, there's like, it's just surrender, surrender. Like, you know what I mean? It feels like shit to try and paddle up a rapid. That's why yeah. we don't white water, like, um, raft the wrong way. We're not trying to right. go up the rapids. We want to go with the flow. We're going with the flow, whether it's yeah. like huge rapids that are flipping you over, or it's like, Oh, there's a waterfall shit or like yeah. whatever it is, like go with the water yeah. because like, you're not going to do very well. If you try to steer the boat the other way, you'll probably stay in the same spot forever just paddling and exhausted and crying and And burnt out. Like you're going to, you're just going to burn yourself out and your, your boat's going to go the other way anyway, once you get so exhausted. So like the universe is like, like, Oh my God. Yeah. I should have just let go earlier. I should have just turned the boat around. Right. You don't even need to paddle if you go yeah. the other way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, that is beautiful. I love it. I love it too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that was wonderful. Okay. I feel like we just like had such a great conversation. Um, is there yes. anything else you want to share about this, like the nature of cycles and living in alignment? Like, is there anything else you would like people to know about this? beautiful conversation. Oh man. Um, yeah, just go with the flow. Just go with the flow, surrender to life and its blessings. The universe is never going to steer you wrong. You may feel like you're going the wrong way, but that's just you trying to maintain control (laughs) over the situation. So, you know, having divine intervention every once in a while is sometimes much needed for you Mm -hmm. to acknowledge your gifts or to step into your power. Um, 
but yeah, just allow yourself to be one with the cycles of life. Um, and hopefully that'll help you live a little bit more aligned. Yes. Oh my gosh. And this is coming from a Capricorn moon guys. So like if anyone knows they need to surrender, it's Samantha. She's like, <laughs> yeah. So like, just trust. And I'm pretty sure your Saturn is, is conjunct your moon as well. Right. So like, yeah, if the Capricorn conjunct Saturn moon is telling you to surrender, just freaking surrender everybody. Yeah. Just, like, oh, just, just easier. She just can do easier. it. You can do it. <laughs> Okay. Amazing. Um, I loved this so much. Thank you for like, just being open and sharing your heart with us today. Um, tell the people, the good people listening, um, where they can find you, how they connect can connect with you if they want to be a part of the, like learning this from you. Yeah. So, um, you can find me on the gram at, uh, Samantha underscore Carpino, um, website is coming soon. Um, so that's being rebuilt, uh, same with the platform for the course. Um, the projected launch is the new or the full moon rather in Aries in September, of course, I got my Venus and my Jupiter in Aries. And that was just, it just felt so divinely oh, yeah. aligned, um, to, you know, launch on the 20th of September. Um, so all of that will be coming to you soon. I'll be sure to share it with you, um, when it's ready for the world. Um, but yeah, I try my best to just, you know, share, um, my love of life, my positivity. I'm like, you're the yin to my yang and the dark to my light. So, um, I love that you do all the shadow work. I love doing all the light work. Um, and then, yeah, just staying tuned, um, on Instagram for all of those launches. And then we'll have dates for teacher training that comes mm. in the spring of next year and 2022, that'll be online again. Um, it's all live streamed and interactive. So. And it's so good guys. Like if yeah. anyone listening has been pondering whether they want to do their yoga teacher training or not, I highly suggest Samantha, not just because I get to teach you guys as well. Um, but just the training is very mind, body, soul. It's, it's everything. Mm -hmm. It's not just the physical practice. It's not just the traditional, um, historical, beautiful part of yoga, which is it's in there. It's so important, but it's not it's just those. It also incorporates the metaphysical <laughs> system. Oh, we just heard Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> Her dog's name is Pluto. Let's point that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it includes the metaphysical system. It has uh, me with astrology hanging out with you guys. So it, it's beautiful. If anyone is listening that has pondered that and it's all online. So what a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank you, Vika. And I think Pluto's hungry. Community. Um, I actually gave him a bone. So when we were recording this, he would be fine. Um, and ironically, the last time, so I had a reading done once and he thought it would be great right at the very end of the reading to start talking. And she's like, oh, don't worry. Animals tend to just like intuitively know when like something has ended. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. I love this. Cause mine do the same thing. They'll like stand up and like, 
um, they'll, what I call yoga, they'll do like downward dog. And that's so funny. Okay. So they just know, they know, they know know it's over. They're humans are ready. Amazing. Well, oh, oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being here. I it's, it's always an honor to chat with you no matter what. So thank you. Love you to Pluto. Love you (laughs) all the way to Pluto, all the way to Pluto. (laughs) Okay. Thanks Mika. Thank you. So there you have it. A wonderful soul conversation with Samantha Carpino. I really encourage you to check out everything that she's about because she has been such a dear inspiration to me over the last, I would say, four or five years that I've known her. And just as we close out today's podcast, I'd like to invite you to join my free workshop coming up on how to reclaim your sacred archetype. You can find that through my website or through my Instagram. We'll be meeting up on September 25th to learn all about this magic. 